Welcome to The Cross in the Desert. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and I want to say thank you once again for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. For the last several weeks, I have been taking us on a very rich, in-depth study of the Ten Commandments and their relevance for today. For the last four weeks, we've looked at our relationship with God and how these commandments intersect with that relationship. But beginning today with looking at commandment number five, we are transitioning now from our relationship to God and our relationship with one another. It can be summed up this way. Remember what Jesus said? You are to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. What does the commands teach with us about our relationship with each other? Well, today it's a very important one as we begin with the study of commandment number five. Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 instructs us, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Notice with this command, there is a promise based on a condition of honor. If you do this, your life will be long. God will grant you long life. This commandment is so relevant for today because all around us, we see a breakdown of the family. We see a disregard for parental structure, a disregard for any kind of authority. And when children are not raised in the way that honors God, and when children don't honor their father and mother and reject their authority, notice what their life becomes. We see a breakdown of that in their own lives. They end up involved with drugs and gangs and killing police officers, uh, rejection of any governmental structure, It's because they fail to honor their father and their mother. Well, I want us to understand something very completely here. What does it mean? What does it look like to honor our father and mother? That's very important. Now, another thing I want to say before we jump into this is that we see this rejection of authority We also see it in the structure of the family. It's no longer father and mother. It's daddy and his partner or mommy and her partner. So this is a direct assault on the family unit, on the marriage covenant by secular society. So I want us to look at this command and what it means to honor father and mother. It is an action word. It is being respectful. The Greek word for honor means to revere, to prize, to value. So we're not just giving honor for the merit of father and mother, but also for their position, for their rank. You know, many Americans disagree with anything the president says or does, but I would hope that most of us respect his position 
not his person, but respect his position as leader of the country. In the same way, children of all ages should honor their parents, regardless of whether or not their parents deserve the honor. It's the structure we also need to look at, the rank. God exhorts you and me to honor our father and mother. It's in here in the Ten Commandments. It's also in other books of the Bible. In the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother with this, the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. Honoring parents is the only command in Scripture that promises long life as a reward. We that honor our parents are blessed, Jeremiah chapter 35. But in contrast to being blessed, those with a depraved mind and who exhibit ungodliness in the last days, they are characterized by disobedience to parents. We find that in Romans chapter 1 verse 30 in 2 Timothy 3 2. So the absolute opposite is the characteristic of these last days. We're not showing honor. We're instead we're showing disobedience. And God's word is clear. That is what the last days will look like. Solomon, who is perhaps the wisest man, urged children to respect their parents. We find that in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 8. So, even though you and me may no longer be directly under our parental authority of being raised, you can never outgrow God's command to honor your parents. Even Jesus submitted himself to both his earthly parents and his heavenly father. Uh, So, if we're going to follow Christ's example, we should treat our parents the way we would reverentially approach our heavenly father. We are commanded to honor, but how? Well, it has to be with actions and attitudes. Honor is something that is so important. Proverbs 13.1 A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. We look at this example of honoring our parents. It's an action word. It's in our actions and attitudes. Matthew chapter 15, verses 3 through 9. Jesus reminded the Pharisees of the command of God to honor their mother and father. Now, they were obeying the letter of the law, but they had added their own traditions that basically overruled it. And while they honored their parents in their words, their actions proved the real motive. Honor is more than lip service. It's right action. And we should seek to honor our parents in much the same way that we strive to bring glory to God in our thoughts and our words and our actions. That means we need to listen, to heed, and to submit to their authority. And if we don't, when we grow up, we're going to reject governmental authority, the authority of police officers, the authority of employers. It'll be so relevant in the way that we look and we act in life. Now, here is the flip side of this. We are required to honor our parents, but that doesn't include imitating ungodly ones. What about a family that's abusive in word and deed? Well, if a parent ever instructs a child to do something that clearly contradicts God's command, well, that child 
is obligated to obey God rather than his parents. There is the cutoff point. Honor begets honor. God will not honor those who will not obey his command to honor their parents. So if we desire to please God and be blessed, we should honor our parents. Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Now, we have a seeming contradiction here. Don't you know that Jesus seemed to teach the opposite of this, right? What did he mean when he said, if we want to be our a disciple, a follower of him, we can't do that unless we hate our father and mother. Now, whoa, that's a complete contradiction. Why would the Bible say, honor your father and mother, but then Jesus comes along and says, we must hate our father and mother? Well, let's look at the context. Jesus is teaching his disciples, and he wants to get our attention about discipleship. So he begins with a truth statement to get our attention that's hard to understand, but he clarifies it with a metaphor. Here is the statement that seems like a contradiction to this fifth commandment. Luke chapter 14, verse 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Well, it seems then that if we don't hate our family, our father and mother, brothers and sisters, we can't be the disciple of Jesus. But let's look at what he's actually saying here. Look at what he says after hating our father and mother. Jesus, again, is using a metaphor about a man who builds a house without first counting the cost. Verses 28 through 30, the man finds that he cannot follow through with what he set out to do. He leaves the house unfinished because he cannot pay what is required. So this illustration here about building our house explains his other previous difficult statement about hating our father and mother. Namely, the context is we must count the cost of being a disciple. That's the point of the passage. Let's flesh it out more. In order to be a disciple, we must be willing to give up everything for Jesus. Following Jesus requires commitment, faithfulness, even if our parents choose not to follow the Lord. In Middle Eastern contexts, in countries where a Muslim finds his hope and freedom in Jesus, he understands the cost of what it's going to mean because his parents are going to disown him. They may even kill him in some countries. So the disciple, the one who becomes a Christian, knows and understands right away what Jesus meant when he says, you must hate your father and mother. Your priority now is not going to be on family honor and family tradition. It's going to be on Christ. It could cost you your own family relationship and even your life. So now do you understand a little bit more? If our parents choose not to follow the Lord, and when we are faced with the painful choice of loyalty to family versus loyalty to Jesus, 
We must choose Jesus. Even if our family members disown us or worse for being Christians, we must follow Christ. It's in this sense that we are, quote, hating our family. Jesus' command to, quote, hate father and mother, it's requiring us to prioritize our relationship with Jesus over our relationship with parents, siblings, and family matters. Now, just so that we get the idea that Jesus is not contradicting the fifth commandment, uh, Jesus confirms it in Mark chapter 7, verses 19, 9 through 13, we are to honor our fathers and mothers. So he reiterates this commandment. He's not teaching against it. Paul sternly warns that anyone who does not provide for their relatives, especially their own household, they are worse than an unbeliever. They've denied the faith. Jesus' statement that we, quote, hate father and mother must be seen in relationship to the whole of Scripture. His point is not that we are to be heartless toward our families, only that we must love him more. Thus, the use of the term hate. It is a very important teaching. Uh, What else did Jesus say? Not only must we, quote, hate his father and mother, and, and he is teaching we must also hate ourselves. If we value our own life more than following Christ, then we cannot be his disciples. So the emphasis is on self-denial, absolute surrender, taking up our cross. Other translations here of Luke chapter 14, verse 26, makes it a little easier. If you want to be my disciple, you must hate everyone else by comparison. The Amplified Bible says that a follower of Christ must hate his family members in the sense of indifference to or relative disregard for them in comparison with his attitude toward God. It is a hatred by comparison, not an absolute hatred. So many of us will never have to make the painful choice of turning our backs on our own families in order to follow Christ. But you know, in many cultures, Christians who face shunning, disowning, or persecution have to make that choice. They must be true to Christ. And when they do that, in their way to live, it is perceived by others as hateful toward their father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters. All believers, then, are called to acknowledge the Lordship of Christ and show Him preference over all family types. This is not a contradiction of honoring father and mother. It is making the painful decision in order to follow Jesus because of their hatred to you. You must show indifference to them in the sense of family ties and you must love Christ greater than your family in that sense. But the beautiful promise of this decision is reiterated in Mark chapter 10, verses 29 through 30. Jesus says, No one who has left home, our brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecution, 
and in the age to come eternal life. So Jesus will give us other brothers, other mothers, other fathers, other sisters. He will reward our faithfulness. Today we've taken a very in-depth look at the fifth commandment and it's so relevant for today. Cherish love and respect your parents. There's nothing greater that I can pass on to you today. It has been an honor to serve you today in teaching with you on the rich and relevance and the study of the Ten Commandments. Have yourself an incredible week, and I will see you next week on the cross in the desert. God bless you.